For the two years that I worked with city council in Portland, Oregon, uh, as we did this study on gentrification of the gay district in Portland, I was put in position because I had a very successful coffee shop. I also had a large group of young people who I worked with, some who were street kids, Portland street kids to be precise. And I was giving them an opportunity to change their life, working through the cafe, also living in our coexistent area, instead of living on the streets and relying on um, people who took advantage of them. After this two-year study, I learned a lot about gentrification and how government works or doesn't work, how government pretends, and then how government uses that to manipulate and how they let corporations use them to gain for financial reward. All seeing done, that passed on. I moved on to other opportunities, and then I came to Mexico. Right now is an important time in Mexico, as it's a time when people are starting to plant the next six years of a presidential candidate, an election. Uh, the Morena party has three people they're choosing. And there's an outlier in Morena. Oh, well, not Moreno. But uh, Manreal. But when you roll it all out, you have to look at the two older candidates in this gap. And then you look at a younger candidate who's a female who's working on the feminist side that women are better and smarter. In Mexico, that doesn't matter. Mexico women are, have always been the strong influence in the family. I know it was in my family and still is today. So that is a, uh, a Western idea, but not a Mexican idea. So I have the uh, incredible opportunity to describe what I'm seeing, both as both a U.S. Mexican born in the United States and as a Mexican citizen living in Mexico. My dual citizenship gives me the idea and opportunity to look at these from both sides, from a governmental standpoint, from an educational standpoint, and from a business standpoint. And this is my rant of what I'm seeing. What I'm seeing is Mexico repeat the bad policies in the Morena party the Liberal Party, that has caused deterioration of the United States, where the value system is destroyed by candidates and politicians who are being nursed, propelled, and mysteriously in the middle of the night voted to election and government. Then through time, there's no time for the courts to resolve the issue and discrepancies, and they implement policies during that delta. A very common practice done by Bill Gates when he stole prior information was sued for millions but then made billions so that Delta made him rich even though many times he lost in the court cases that he could prolong through the financial gain that he got by stealing. Politicians have also taken this way in roadmap through electronic voting machines. So 
I am never surprised when I see a ghost horse candidate all of a sudden become elected. Because really it probably boils down to voting machine manipulation and dollars presided to that company through third party or fourth party handshakes and deal making in the back room. Back to Mexico precisely. And that is, here we have three candidates in the Morena party. Two are older, one is younger. She's my age, in fact. U.S. educated as well as myself. And I see the ghost horse candidacy that she's running, or people are running for her, and I realize the end. The end is to manipulate somebody into office to further the loss and deterioration of Mexico and being sold out to third parties, whether that's Chinese, whether that's United States, whoever it is. During a very critical time in the world where nationalism isn't necessarily the same as it was 50 years ago, 60 years ago, 80 years ago, where nationalism truly was a communism idea, socialistic idea. Mexico right now with AMLO has had a unique opportunity to make something socialized. And because the government before it maybe sold out for profit for the candidates' pockets, they didn't sell everything out. Just like I always said, the mistake Mexico has made has not been in keeping things to themselves. The mistake they have made is looking out to United States and those kind of philosophies and theories and social ideas that deteriorate Mexico and starts creating rich and poor. That's it. Mexico 20 years ago when I first traveling around the world was a third world country. Today it's a second first world country. But when you look at government and you look at politicians are doing to facilitate the growth of Mexico internally, you'll see really only one person who did something and that was AMLO with his decrees that were also self-centered and not necessarily the best interest of all people. What does that mean? Well, that means very simply, if the end result is the people prosper, then the result of the politician was to give them prosperity. If the result is to give government prosperity and not for the people, then the act was based on some other reason that the politician gained and the people around the politician gained. As you remember, in order to get elected to political office, you can't do it without money and people around you who provide that money. Most businesses don't provide money for free unless they get something out of it in return. Coming back to our candidates. Here we have a female candidate who's a presidential candidate not announced yet, but they're trying to work it that she does get announced because all over, the, when I travel with the boys all over to play soccer, I'm noticing in different states, different regions, posters of her standing next to AMLO to give the vision of the uneducated that she's a woman of strength. But as I was just talking to a young person just the other day, I asked, give me one policy she has given that is actually something that CDMX without 
as she keeps saying in her campaign, would be worthy of having. In other smaller cities of Mexico, and the person couldn't give me one, because there is not one. The reality is this. Ghost candidates like Shangbaum are truly the root of the evil of political power, which is to create a two-party system in which the rich enrich themselves globally by saying we are doing this in cohesion to help the people. But then you look back and you see the policies and what they provide the young and you recognize that isn't true. But you say that at first so that people run out of clock. And just like in a good basketball game or soccer game, you play volley with no intentions of spiking. So that way you can run the clock out and you can win because winning is the only thing that matters. Not how you win, which is relevant in President Obama in the past with his grassroots programs that stole votes by manipulating votes illegally, but the clock ran out so nobody could see it. So the reality is Mexico has a unique opportunity to change what it's doing by looking at its candidates. This should not be about a woman because truly in Mexico, a woman doesn't determine strength except strength for the family. Because that has been its long tradition of strong women in Mexico. Scheinbaum is a first generation immigrant. She's not Mexican per se. 